You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. I think at first glance, this might be kind of a tough gospel for us to hear. Why is it bad for Martha, who is trying to just be hospitable to Jesus, her guest, why is it bad for her to just take care of him, to be a good host? But Jesus isn't really getting on Martha for just worrying about that, for just worrying about uh, being a good host, tidying up the place, cleaning up the place, taking care of him. He says to her, if if you notice, Martha, you are worried about many things, many things. We know that's kind of what um, worry or anxiety tends to do to us, right? You're worried about one thing, and then before you know it, you start ruminating and ruminating and gathering up all these little things on your mind, and it becomes this big ball of unnecessary worry and, and, and anxiety and stuff that, that's on your mind. And I guess in, in Martha's own kind of worry and anxiety about these many things, she sort of acted out, she took that out on her sister Mary and uh, maybe hurt her feelings a little bit for that. We see this all the time, right? It's a, it's a very human reaction for us to do that. If you ever see um, really like high anxiety situations or high anxiety environments like um, being in an airport or being in rush hour traffic, you see people all the time who are really stressed out and worried about what's going on and they are pretty terrible to the people around them. They act out, they do weird things that they never thought they would do. Um, And we've all seen that, we've all seen those situations. We've all been in um, that position where maybe you're stressed out about work or school and you come home and you take it out on someone. You're difficult to someone, even though you didn't really mean to be. But you had all this stuff on your mind and you just acted out, right? So when, when we're stressed or worried, we tend to act out. And that's what Martha is basically doing here to her sister. But now here's what, what Jesus wants to show us. Here's what he wants to teach us in this kind of lesson. First of all, we see that he knows Martha. He knows her heart. He knows she's worried. He knows she's anxious. Even before she does anything, even before she shows it, he knows what's in her heart. He knows what's in our heart before we could ever even begin to describe it. The other cool thing too is we see that Jesus is already in the room. He's already in our hearts in a sense, and not really as a guest. He's not really a guest. He's always in our hearts. He's always at home in our hearts. So we don't need to be doing this <clears throat> tidying up and fixing up the place like he's some guest like he's outside and coming in. He's already there, it's his home. And it's our, it's, it's our job then to notice him within our own hearts. He teaches us especially that it's better for us to do nothing with him, like Mary, to do nothing with him but sit at his feet 
than to do all this other stuff, worrying about all this stuff that we do without him, like Martha. It's better to be with him doing nothing than to be doing all this other stuff without him. Even in the Gospel of John, we hear Jesus says, without me, you can do nothing. So to what degree, that that can be a prayer for us, to what degree do we hear that voice of Jesus? To what degree is Jesus in these things we're involved in? I think especially in our prayer, we can really notice that. First, that Jesus is present already to us. He's already there. Second, we need that voice. We need to hear his voice. That's the first step in prayer, noticing that he's present and hearing that voice of God. We need to hear what God has to say about us. Sometimes in my own prayer, um, one of the things that we're, we're kind of taught to do at seminary is um, pray about the thing you least want to talk about. What is that thing that you don't want to talk about at all, that you're kind of hiding? And take that to, take that to prayer, take that to Jesus, and just see what happens. I think all of us, every single time we come into church, we bring something with us, something heavy on our hearts, some burden, some sin we can't let go of, some kind of suffering. And sometimes we might know what the people are dealing with around us, but honestly, most of the time, we have no idea. We have no idea what people are going through. But all of us, regardless of the problem or the suffering or the issue, as, as, as um, variable as they can come, we have one solution, and that's to come to the altar, to bring it to prayer, to bring it to Jesus. Noticing that he's present, listening to him, and then responding on our behalf. I wanna end with a, um, a reflection from Mother Teresa, who uh, was in prayer, and she was just trying to listen to, to Jesus talking to her. And she heard his voice and just started writing down what he was saying. And then later it, it, it kind of became published and uh, sort of brought out because she felt like it was, it was needed for everyone to hear. We all need to hear this voice of Jesus. Um, and so Jesus said to her, and he's saying to us today, he said, it is true. I stand at the door of your heart day and night Even when you are not listening, even when you doubt it could be me, I am there. I await even the smallest sign of your response, even the least whispered invitation that will allow me to enter. I know what is in your heart. I know your loneliness and all your hurts, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I carried it all before you and I carried it all for you, so you might share my strength and my victory. I know especially your need for love, how you are thirsting to be loved. I know you through and through. I know everything about you. The very hairs on your head I have numbered. Nothing in your life is unimportant to me. I have followed you through the years and I have always loved you, even in your wanderings. I know every one of your problems. I know your needs and your worries. And yes, I know all of your sins. But I tell you again that I love you, not for what you have or haven't done. I love you 
for you, for the beauty and dignity my Father gave you by creating you in his own image. I want you to know that each time you invite me, I do come, always, without fail. Silent and invisible I come, yet with a power and a love most infinite, bringing the many gifts of my spirit. I come with my mercy, with my desire to forgive and heal you, with a love for you that goes beyond your comprehension. If you feel of little value before the eyes of the world, it doesn't matter. There is no one that interests me in the whole world more than you. Open up to me, come to me, thirst for me, give me your life. I will show you how important you are to my heart. Don't you realize that my Father already has a perfect plan to transform your life beginning from this very moment? Trust in me. Ask me every day to enter and take charge of your life, and I will. I promise you before my Father in heaven that I will work miracles in your life. You don't need to change to believe in my love, for it will be your belief in my love that will change you. You forget me, and yet I am seeking you every moment of the day, standing before the doors of your heart and calling. Do you find this difficult to believe? If so, look at the cross. Look at my heart that was pierced for you. Have you not understood my cross? Listen again to the words I spoke there, for they tell you clearly why I endured all of this for you. I said, I thirst. Yes, I thirst for you.